Hey, Nick. Hey, Chase. It's that time again. What time is it? Time for Fuck, Fuck This Place! People. I don't know about you. Uh, I have this thing. I, I don't know about you. I definitely know this doesn't affect you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't about, know about you, you, Nick, but I have a kid. And <laughs> I don't know about you, Nick, but I have a gambling problem. Um, <laughs> um, whenever I get uh, stressed out or like my sleep is low, you spe- specifically, it's got to be a combo of not a lot of sleep, which, by the way, mm-hmm. that's me all the time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then, and then like stress. And then if you triple that with the stress being work related, mm-hmm. I have this thing you can't see it right now because i put in some eye drops where like this blood vessel just like gets real fucking mad in one of my eyes okay <laughs> and i feel like that's the closest i get to becoming like a bond villain <laughs> like bleeds from his eyes when he's uh-huh. like at, yeah you know, yeah they call doctor six day work week <laughs> <laughs> doctor clocking out you'll see what happens when you push me too far mr bond but like but like it happened i, I it's crazy. Like I had it almost the entirety of in a mild or like slightly more less than mild version of it. My, the entirety of like high school. And I just thought like, Oh, I just have allergies, you know? Uh-huh. And it turns out I just lived with a dog and I'm, and like, I'm a lot more allergic to animals yeah. <laughs> than I initially thought. <laughs> and it's like, as soon as I went to college, I could just like, I would, I would definitely get stressed and it would come back. Right. But it wasn't like a constant. And then once I got out of, you know, again, like the school environment where it's just full stress all the time, I was like, oh, uh-huh. no, I just I'm OK. <laughs> right, right, right. I just thought that my body couldn't handle it. And it was really just that my body couldn't handle what I was doing to me. Mm-hmm. You know, isn't isn't it weird? Like, like, I think like um, because I uh, started keeping track of like when I'm days when I'm like really like pissed off or really like depressed or whatever and it's almost always like i kind of keep track of everything that was going on that day and almost always it's like i got just a little less sleep Uh like a little less sleep and like i didn't eat like enough snacks or whatever no you fall apart i don't think people understand you know like a a while back there was like an npr like fresh air or something and there was like this sleep expert that was just like please for the love of fucking god (laughs) <laughs> eight hours of sleep you're not doing it you've got to be doing it and you can't and like eight hours isn't even the thing it's like you got to be down for nine hours to uh-huh. buffer that extra hour and i was like yeah I'll, i guess i'm gonna die then <laughs> yeah 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 okay npr yeah you, you, okay you you got the time for that how many hours are in your day uh-huh. i got 24 okay uh-huh. that's all they gave me that was my default i haven't re-upped for any more uh-huh just, yeah, Terry Gross. What the fuck? You what? How, yeah, dude, how, how many hours is Terry motherfucking Gross sleeping? Dude, you know? I have not listened to NPR in years, eight years, eight yeah. years, maybe. Like I just, like I just, I try to limit my news period, mm. um, just because. Saying that was the, a different era of my life where I thought being connected yeah. was going to help me. <laughs> yeah, I just it feels like it's like no, you have about an hour a day worth of stuff to say news. Mm, you know like it's like tops absolutely like, that's a heavy news day yeah so like if you you can talk to me for like an hour because that's all you know it doesn't matter what's going on there could be some like look a war between two major countries could break out right now yeah yeah well, and in you fact, wouldn't is know in, in some ways happening well i mean like what i'm saying is like a new one like a, a two, new, yeah oh, they can like, make a new war right now there could be two <laughs> countries could go right now. like fucking yeah. mexico could go to war with france again right absolutely. now absolutely and we wouldn't know that much about it you couldn't talk to me about it for an hour 
Uh-huh. You would just they would just go, well, there's been some skirmishes and but you know, it's just like and that's no, no, it. unless you're involved in the day-to-day on. strategy of of dealing with the things that it's like what what else? Unless you've been planning a presentation for six months about this war that might happen <laughs> or whatever. But it's like what I'm saying is it's like it there's only so much you can say about all this stuff, but the news is on a 24 hour cycle. Like it's sports. And I feel the same way yeah. about sports. I love sports. Yeah. I don't want to watch ESPN 24 hours a day because yeah, I'm just like, that. and it just, it starts to wear me out. It starts to delude how I feel about mm-hmm. the news and the things going on. I should be more upset or less upset or whatever, mm-hmm. but it just manipulates how I feel. Mm-hmm. And then, um, <clears throat> and then I also like start to just get anxiety in general. Oh yeah. So I just started like to I tune into the news when I need specific information For sure. about something. And then I get away from it. Yeah. And I well, listen, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, I guarantee you, you're not listening to the fucking news. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, you're, too busy, because... you're pissed off at your coworkers uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because, because mm-hmm. you're probably, I hope, you know, you know, in the back of a truck or something or, mm-hmm. or, um, or just sitting at your desk, you know, doing some, some meaningless task. And you're like, this mm-hmm. fucking motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and you're not thinking right now well i mean and and we're wasting an hour of your time anyway so you got yeah. no time <laughs> yeah like, you know you know chase last time uh oh we should introduce the fuck yeah we should just about to uh welcome to the fuck this place the podcast about jobs i was literally gonna say the podcast without jobs <laughs> i'm doing months. well <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome to fuck this place the podcast uh, about jobs with chase and nick my name is chase Whew. my name is oh, my name is nick and that's all that's all Woo. that's all chase has in the tank i today, can't guys. i'm not gonna make it any further it's <laughs> as far um, as we made it. what were you gonna say before we introduce i was gonna time? say because last time was a me and you episode we had opened with a question and i was gonna ask you a question Ooh, about go jobs. ahead i had a question this i'm is, rubbing my what, hands together like a villain from uh, what, like a cartoon what, let me ask you, Chase, what is the, the biggest difference you think you've been like in age and state of life from a coworker? Ooh, like interesting. It, okay, so, so let's Because you, know, you know how work, work will make you work with like an 100-year-old lady absolutely, or whatever, and that's, your, that's one of your buds, you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, can yeah. you think of a person in your yes. life that you were at the same place, same time, and it was like, absolutely. but we are not at the same place, same time? A thousand percent, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, okay, so my first, I first jumped to in my mind, the, pl- the ice cream place where I worked, because I work with a bunch of 19, 20 year olds. But mm-hmm. the truth is, we were actually in a very similar place. And that was what was so sad about it. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I was like, I'm trying to get my life together, too. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, they weren't really trying that hard. But- You're like, do I have a big exam coming up? <laughs> <laughs> is my mom texting me too much? Um, <laughs> do I need to ride home from work? <laughs> oh, no, I have a bike. Oh, shit, I am like these kids. Anyway, um, no, for sure. <laughs> they were like, later, Mr. McNeil. <laughs> You're like, bye, guys. I'm giving them acne tips. Uh-huh. Um, Some of them get into a car together to leave, and uh-huh. they, just, they see you ride your bike alongside. And, then, the and they rolled on the, they stop and they roll on them and like, you need some help. <laughs> you need a ride, bud. I'm like, I'm all good, kids. I'll see. <laughs> no, you're. I I like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I picked this. Yeah, I want to do this. I like riding my bike real late at night in LA. <laughs> Repeatedly, I, actually, late at night is one of the one of the better times. Um, I mean, it's not the best time, but it's, it's not bad. Cause you know, you're uh-huh. most likely to get not, yeah, not many people on the freeway that you're having to take. Cause it's the only route home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm on the your bicycle on the I-5. There's so much broken glass here. <laughs> Why is that car on fire? <laughs> it turns into sort of a Mad Max situation post 9 uh-huh. PM. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but that's not it. 
that was my first like, oh, that's got to be it. But then as you talked about the difference in life, okay, first job in LA, Warner Brothers Studio Taurus, we've talked a little bit about. The guy that I worked with, was his name was Walt. Oh, so you know he's older than I am. He's so old, dude. He like knew Orville Redenbacher. Yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy. That's an old guy. (laughs) Orville Redenbacher. Um, well, yeah, no, what's crazy is so many things about him. Like there were, there were only a few, but very real parallels between me and him that really stung. Okay. So, like, number one, we can talk about how frustrating Walt was in general. Because he was, and I cannot stress this enough, old. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, he wasn't like, you know, I, my guess is, you know, realistic guess, 63. 63, okay. Uh, how old were you at the time? To, uh, I just I was 30. So, okay, you know, a 33-year difference, let's say. Uh-huh. I mean, he could be close to 70, okay. right? Based on the What's, way, but he, you know, yeah, sometimes, like, like my folks are have been some of them are still in their 60s uh and they're pretty savvy electronically or whatever but there's also people that are like 49 you know that you mm-hmm. meet that are just like oh yeah I'm, i don't i just i'm on my game boy you know that's how i uh-huh. make calls you know? yeah 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 mm-hmm. i just hook up my game boy to to, uh-huh. to my sega saturn and uh yeah, i just rub my hands together real fast that's how i stay warm yeah you know? exactly. i don't have a i don't have a coat or an umbrella oh, or nothing no, no, i don't wear mittens i'm not gay <laughs> exactly so, so sometimes it's not necessarily about, <laughs> it's not necessarily about age as much as it is about like a certain disposition in life uh-huh. but then when you combine that with a little bit of age like they're tr- they truly can't learn you know, like if that, that 49 year old, if you're like, I need to show you how to open this email and like, uh-huh. and like get a link from Google drive, like they're going to do it once you, you know, this person, you know, when you, in your, when he's incapable. Anyway, there were two things about him that were like, for real, for real, like, oh no. Number one, he used to work for time Warner, the, like, the, like, uh-huh. the, like, parent company of warner brothers yeah yeah he he started viacom yeah <laughs> yeah he like he was in like in the 90s like when it uh-huh. when like aol was bought by time <laughs> is it time yeah anyway it doesn't it's hard to remember what the companies were called anyway he had a professional full-on real man job uh-huh. and he i don't know how he fell from grace but like here he was and I had just come from a sort of not not like a desk job, but like a decent job uh, in Asheville. And here I was, you know, being a fucking schlub for the lowest, like the minimumest of minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and the other one is I found out that he went to the Yale School of Drama. Whoa. Which for those who don't know, it's the theater school. <laughs> like, Would you say it's better than like Juilliard? I mean, okay, so sorry, Juilliard and then Yale School of Drama. Uh-huh. That's right. where Shalia Latour went, I believe. Oh, really? Yale School of Drama? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Big motherfuckers go there. Like yeah, a Tony nominated actress. That's right. And former Friend guest of the, of the pod. What's up? Big get. Am yeah. I right? Go listen. Am I right? Um, <laughs> I don't think she's that far back. I can't remember the number. Uh, we need a we didn't we need an accurate historian on this goddamn podcast. Oh my god, that'd be so nice. Just look, we need a Walt, is what we need. Um, but he went to the Yale School. <laughs> which is like you know you have to be good to get in number one you can't just like nobody waltzes into yale school of drama uh-huh. Uh-huh. and and it is not necessarily like a guaranteed ticket for like the rest of your life career or whatever but it's well, very we much certainly like, see that now mm-hmm. <laughs> we do do that now uh-huh. but like 
it is the brand that's going to work for you. Yeah. You know, if you uh-huh. want to pursue a, you know, like a career in any kind of acting at all, those two schools, Juilliard and Yale School of Drama, are the schools that if you mention, people are like, well, this person must be good, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, basically, I basically like asked them, you know, one time, you know, in the break room, while like, in, uh, they're just always like literally, dude, they're just always playing, um, Batman: The Dark Knight in the like in the break room. <laughs> oh hell yeah, dude! I love that movie. No, it's a great fucking movie. It is not Probably my a- second favorite action movie ever. Yeah, no, it's such a the, the pro- In my opinion, the problem is it is such a good movie that it is not something you want to see when you just came oh, off. Oh of yeah, yeah, directing uh-huh. people to the bathrooms. <laughs> You yeah, know? you want to be able to sit and experience that. Take yeah, your yeah. pants off, hang out, eat some. Yeah, popcorn. you want you want to lose the bridges if you're gonna watch the right. Dark Knight, uh-huh. folks. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how I got these scars. I'm not wearing pants, so go ahead, tell me the story. <laughs> Who's crazier, huh, Heath? <laughs> um, no, I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's a cinematic experience, and so you don't want to you don't want to walk into the break room after like just being at a, a register, just like taking money from like weird you know like australian tourists or whatever uh-huh. uh and being afraid that your 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 like till is off by like 10 cents mm-hmm. um, yeah you want to kind of they, they'd stab you in the ribs and <laughs> yeah i mean I, there were they and many other people that i worked for that have been in the game of holding a till have been bizarrely mm-hmm. on it as yeah you know you got it i get yeah i guess so um so yeah, so like while you know, like the chase scene <laughs> that the bat, you know, that where the bat mobile turns into like the bat motorcycle, yeah, and the yeah, jokers yeah. are going like, "Come on, come on, hit me, oh, yeah. come hit on, me, do it," you know, hit me. Like, where they flip the truck over and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. All that's happening. Mm-hmm. Walt's just like, "Yeah, I did yellow school drama, and I realized I just didn't want to act." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and, yeah. and, <laughs> and it's like, cool, man, but you know where you are, right? <laughs> like, I'm not saying that that would have been a guaranteed success or anything, but I'm just saying, like, you know, we're sitting next to a vending machine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Inside yeah. of a, 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 like a movie studio that, that made a very good action movie that we're not watching, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, yeah. I'm not saying you could have been in it. I'm not saying you could have been Commissioner Gordon, but, you know, yeah, you Gary figure though- was a good actor. Yeah, you figure he like, you know, he's got bad experiences with acting. If you're going to that Yale school, they're pushing you so hard. Oh, you know? yeah, and, no, and definitely. Before that, like his best friend Abe Lincoln gets shot. In his <laughs> or whatever. So he's just right like, before he walks into the. Yeah, yeah. so he's just kind of like, man, he's the every first time class. I get too deep into acting. Yeah, you know, I don't want He's like, somebody gets shot like, in the head. The, the thing about acting, and I've done a little bit, is it's that terrible. Is it's harder than people think yeah. to let go to like immerse yourself in it. I think anybody can act and sure right. there are varying degrees of like who no, can you're right. There's better. a reason why there's a reason why like uh, I feel like this was I, b- before I stopped watching uh, comics uh, in cars getting coffee. I feel like it was a Steve Harvey episode where he was like anybody can learn to act. That's why that's why comedians work on being comedians. And then if someone's like, hey, can you act? It's like, yes or no. But like you can go to classes and kind of learn it, you know, like, mm-hmm. to, to yeah. any degree that you would mm-hmm. need, especially if you're already famous as a yeah like as like it's like you it's just a matter of learning to let go and that's i think that's hard enough in my little bit of acting i've done it's really hard to actually get in the moment and like you know yell at another guy like fighting or whatever yeah you know it's like 
Then there's like the level of actors where you like the real actors where they not only let go, but then they fully become someone else. Yeah. And I imagine that like, if you're going to the school of Yale or whatever like that, that yeah, they're the just like Yale. the school of Yale uh, <laughs> arts and farts or whatever it's called. And like, you know, like they're probably pushing him to the point where he was like, fuck that. Like he probably lost sight of the fact that he could easily have just gotten in some commercials or whatever. Yeah, 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 a little bit yeah. of my, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. No, you're like, right. You're right. You're too right. far on the other end. And he was like, and I, I got to get like, no, he, he's like, I got to get so far away from this that I'm wearing teeny tiny little tan shorts and I'm giving people like rides or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 brothers yeah. Studios, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like he yeah, probably, dude. yeah. And he's probably I, just fried his brain is what I'm saying. So like when you're talking to Walt, mm. does it come through? Like, is, does he have like flashbacks where he starts being like speaking in like Shakespearean talk and stuff? Where, um, like, he does, does talk he about go jazz? into characters. He talks about jazz a lot. <laughs> oh, he's all fucked up then. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, he invited me to like this, like, you know, I think there's a place that I, I know other young people that have gone to. That's a place in Burbank that has like bluegrass music on like a certain Tuesday of the month. Oh, or something. Uh-huh. And he was like, you want to come? Walt's general like, hang. He, yeah, he was like, <laughs> he was inviting everybody. And we were all like, fucking no, Walt. Like, no. <laughs> he was like, that's fine. He just like walks backwards into a like, shadow. Yeah, and that's fine. Then he sticks a bale or like uh, one of those long pieces of hay in his mouth. Uh-huh. Or like a thing of wheat. Uh-huh. Hi, I'm Walt. Um, everybody liked him but everybody also hated him because he was bad at everything i mean like he couldn't use the radio he couldn't drive the carts uh, he, he they didn't trust him with the till <laughs> the, yeah yeah no he sounds like a real liability his first day his first day on the till he accidentally took an extra hundred dollars from somebody oh wow wow which is like an accidentally <laughs> put it in his pocket no 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 he did it accidentally he was counting his till and he was like i've got an extra hundred dollars <laughs> and oh. everyone was like he's like i'm doing really good <laughs> and everyone was like fucking walt and then they, they traced it back to like there was a time because it, it, it tourists show up with a lot of cash because mm-hmm. they're like you know afraid that uh, people travel with cash i think it's a decent like prudent thing to do in some cases and so if you have three people that are paying for like a $65 tour, you're easily crossing the $100 threshold is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And so somebody must, so, so, so like he already had one other $100 bill and they were both new. And so we, we all surmised, because again, I was working the tills that day too mm-hmm. and was nervous. I was me off by like a fucking cent um, <laughs> that like they, they must've stuck together or something. Uh-huh. And that was Walt's last day on the till. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was his yeah, first yeah. day on the till, and that was his yeah. last. They were like, we For can't sure. this fuck. That was his first and last 20 minutes on the till. There was this, like, there's because we weren't even real tour guides. We were, like, the support staff to the tour guides, and if you stuck around long enough, eventually you could become a tour guide. That's when I realized, like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Um, but, like, there was there's, there was the front, kind of the front of house and, like, the back of house responsibilities, right? Front of okay. house is all the like, getting people ready for tours and stuff. It was busy. It was a little hectic. The back of house was, like, at the end of the tour where people would just, like, walk into this, like, place with a bunch of fucking museum shit. You know, just, like, this is the suit from Suicide Squad. Or, you know, like, just, like, mm-hmm, weird. Mm-hmm. Or, like, oh, have you seen Harry Potter? Well, this is one of the jackets, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is and he only worked there. <laughs> he, only, uh-huh. he only worked in the two. There's two of those spots where it was just like, you don't really have to do anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they, yeah, it was nuts. It was nuts. Called it like the Walt Halls. <laughs> and I, you know, like, and I, do, I, I liked working back there because you didn't have to do anything, you know, because mm. I'm like, it's the same rate of pay either way. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah. Oh, Walt, how about you? Oh, nothing's going to top Walt. I, uh, when I was working in the movie theater, when I was like 17, I worked with the guy, he was my supervisor and he, um, I might've told the story on the pod, but he, uh, 
he was like in his early 40s, I think, maybe mm. late 30s. I want to say early 40s. Mm. He was like an old, like, quote, like ex karate expert. Oh, like, yeah. which I don't really know how you can used to be a karate expert. I, I feel agree. Like that's something that keeps you, you keep with you, you know? Typically. Like, yeah. Like, but I'm not a karate guy. So I don't, I don't think they take your belts away. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think, but, that. um, like, uh, but he, and I think, and I think that I think you can be pretty good at karate without being like everyone's traditional understanding of like fit. Oh yeah. No, hundred you know? percent. Yeah. Cause yeah, like I it's, it's about a Hollywood like, thing, you know, yeah, like you can be pretty good at like, you know, fending people off and defending yourself again, which I would assume is most of karate right? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> without yeah. being, you know, without having a fucking six pack abs, you know? So right, right, I don't right. necessarily yeah, you, think you that his lack of fitness. Yeah. Who, yeah, you know, yeah, no. Um, puts, you, I mean, you know, knows the pressure points and does the thing, whatever. Anyway, so uh, what's oh, I'm saying? Dude. This guy's a fucking liar. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, and so, but, but he, like, I remember he was like, he was a really nice guy, but he would like cry a lot, which I thought was weird. <laughs> I think, I think he was, he was going through a divorce at the time. Yeah. He yeah. one day though he declared because I was an usher, and yeah. he declared himself head usher. And then from then on out, just started giving us orders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we were supposed to wear like I wore like you were like black Dickies, a yeah. white button up shirt, long sleeve and a black tie. Mm-hmm. And I wore the crustiest tie just because like, oh, no, I didn't know, teens, they're never going to wash their. Yeah, dude, uniform. I didn't know how to tie a tie. So once I got someone to do it for me, you leave it as is. I just yeah. left it as is. So it'd get like grime and like, yeah, no, you like shower popcorn it. Yeah. butter. And I was just like, you know, I just left like that. And just like, oh, it's absolutely. just like, but like <laughs> every time I put it over my head, you know, and try to tighten dude, it. The uniforms of these motherfuckers are wearing this ice cream place. They never wash them. I washed them because yeah. I, I was like, I am a grown man. <laughs> you know, and yeah, I get her on a bike, but I am a grown man. Okay, I insist. <laughs> you're, you're in a circle, and all these teenagers are shoving you in the circle, and you're like, I am a grown man. I'm a grown man. <laughs> I'm a grown man. I'm a grown man. <laughs> um, and and every time they push me, like I get stickier on my elbows because uh-huh, uh-huh. they're just they're tearing aprons. off your little arm hairs. Because <laughs> <laughs> the aprons are just covered in like 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 chocolate cream and stuff yeah. <laughs> oh not the fudgicles not the fudgicles <laughs> oh this ice cream was made with a local honey oh shit um, i lose my chest hair and stuff i only had like three sprigs anyway <laughs> go on <laughs> guy you put so, on your crusty ass tie and he was bossing yeah, you around yeah and so like but he to like solidify that he was now the head usher yeah he um he started wearing tan pants. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think I do remember this. Yeah. And yeah, he just started wearing tan pants uh-huh. and then just started giving us orders. And for the most part, it worked. Yeah. Like he just, I mean, he was 40, you know? So it's like, uh huh. it's like, he had the look and he, yeah. Like every, everyone's going to think this person's in charge, you know? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And then like, of course, um, <laughs> like there's not many things he can order you to do that disrupt the general system so it's like if he goes like hey nick i need you to take out the trash yeah that's something i know i'm supposed to do and i at 17 i just pretty much take orders from anyone who gives them to me yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, like yeah so it just he just and, kind of like uh faked it till you make it kind of way into a situation uh-huh. so what did he what did, did he do anything while he was doing that he like I remember I had these really vivid, vivid memories of him, like looking at his watch and be like, look, we got like 15 minutes before the movie start late now. Okay, guys, you know, uh-huh. and just like, and, um, <laughs> and then he would like always kind of act like he was pissed if he had to sweep, like, all right, this is your guy's job, but I'm going to uh-huh. okay. But it was like a thing where 
And I think ultimately, I want to say ultimately they took that from him. Like, yeah, they were like, they were like no, you're you're not. Not. <laughs> you made this up a couple weeks ago. And, <laughs> and, and they had like a ceremony where they just like yeah. ripped his tie off and, and like uh-huh. pulled they his pants him. down. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they pants him. Uh-huh. He's wearing those, up. he's wearing those boxes that were like they had like the hearts on them. Yeah. They're like, we're taking this from you because uh, you wrongfully did it, but also because it's pretty lame. (laughs) (laughs) Also, because I think that you're dumb for doing this. Yeah. Here at the the Lodi Stadium 12 movie Uh, theaters in uh 2003, we do not do this. Uh (laughs) We We do not. We cannot take this lameness. Uh We hereby remove you from your throne. Uh Uh-huh. Mutant. That was, and that was the mutiny. Yeah. Um, And there was, and then there was like, and then there was like a, they're they're just like telling him he can't do this, and then like randomly someone like brands him with like a hot iron, like, <laughs> it's like oh, it's the like scarlet really letter. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what and happened they, to Sean. Yeah, he never saw Sean again. <laughs> he went on to the next town wearing like a dunce cap. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretend to be head of the burger joint or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, this is okay. We're gonna get to our stuff, but. I will say I did change. Um, I, I worked a job where I was in charge and no one thought I was because I'm a small man. Um, uh-huh. Did you said all that ice cream on your face? Yeah, because I, I had a ring of chocolate. <laughs> I had it on my forehead. How did it get there? Um, you, had, was, you had like you had chocolate kiss marks all over from where the girls were like forcing kisses on you and they were picking on you. Stop it, guys. I'm a grown man. Um, I'm a growing boy. Um, but no, I was I was I was one my like second year of like AmeriCorps where we're doing like, uh, like an outdoor or like job stuff and a lot of times we would show up to people's like yards to like clear up a bunch of stuff and like replant these plants uh so sometimes we were basically just the equivalent of a landscaping crew right but so we would show up and um they would start talking to the tallest guy who was there who was oh, not yeah. in charge because uh-huh. they just was tallest like, oh. tallest widest guy they could find exactly yeah uh-huh. and so well it wasn't portland so we were you know pretty uh-huh. much all white <laughs> yeah uh-huh. um and who well, here's so like I- the biggest unicycle <laughs> Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy's got a tall one. Oh shit! Uh-huh. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I just grew a beard. I just grew the biggest beard I possibly could, <laughs> uh-huh. and people started talking to me. Right. It was wild. Um, and also, I just started talking first. I was like, "I'm in charge." Um, <laughs> me, big man. Um, but no, I straight up, it was just the beard that did it. Okay, uh, we're gonna jump into our first segment today. Uh, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever man uh, we're gonna look at some jobs we're gonna look at some reddit posts you know how it goes and if you don't buckle up um we are gonna look at two posts today and we're gonna play a little game we like to play called dumb or murder or maybe even Andor in some scenarios Andor. um so we're gonna take a, a look at post number one which is from the denver craigslist uh maybe this is from a jody uh jody's episode a while back jody yeah weeks yeah ago. yeah jody i think it is okay so uh title is cash for safe women <laughs> sorry cash for a cash for I'm, I'm sorry i'm having trouble because this is a bad title cash for a safe women women well it should be woman but it's women. Yeah. <laughs> cash for a safe women to take a few photos of me tied up and this is in all caps non-nude okay uh-huh. <laughs> nothing weird oh we're good we're good we're good uh i i get it we're good uh this is a non-nude thing so it can't be bad or weird okay so uh, the post begins no pictures thank god it says i'm looking for a woman so a person this person 
uh-huh. no, the person knows how to write woman and then it said and then in parentheses it says women only please so this person understands the difference between woman and women but mm-hmm. in the title couldn't just couldn't put it yeah. together <laughs> also either woman or woman three times in two sentences that's true it's not good that's not good mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm looking for a woman women only please <laughs> like i know what you're saying i know what you're uh-huh. gonna do chase <laughs> i know you're gonna sign up i know you're gonna send me an email <laughs> i want you to be a woman uh who can take a few amateur fetish photos okay of me in various restraints. <sighs> this is fully clothed on your end and my end. No nudity, nothing illegal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a man of principle. We're digging holes. If every like. every man's got a code, Chase. Every hey, man's got a code. Everybody does. No nude, nothing illegal. Women only. Must be over eighteen, and looks are not important. Uh huh. You know, you could have just said must be over 18 and you yeah, could have not. And you could have not. You could have like, come on now. Come well, on I now. Would why like do you make ugly see... people think about themselves before? <laughs> yeah. Why? 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 Why be mean right away? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because if I email you and you're like, well, yeah, you're right. Looks are not important. <laughs> you're like, hey. Anyway. And then it says hotel location. I guess there's some safety to that. Mm-hmm. Cash compensation. I would expect this to take less than an hour. I would expect this to take probably around 15 minutes for you, buddy. Anyway, I have everything needed, including camera. I just need someone who can take pics from different angles that I cannot do on my own. Uh, We're going to circle back to that statement specifically. Very easy Uh gig. Please email first. A phone call can follow. Compensation cash per session. And that's the post. Okay, so let's circle right back to a few different angles that I cannot do on my own. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So... No, okay, so- that's wrong, <laughs> right? Like, that's wrong. You're dumb and an idiot at the minimum here because mm-hmm. you don't own a tripod. You can't. There's so in the in the age of TikTok, you're telling me and YouTube, you're telling me I watch people fucking drawing. I watch people giving themselves tattoos. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I watch people cooking in their own kitchens and other people's kitchens. I watch. Uh, drone footage of glaciers melting into the Arctic sea. And you're mm-hmm. telling me that you just can't get an angle in a hotel room from a camera that you already own. Right. Yeah. I think that, I mean, unless it's like a thing where he needs a picture of himself, like hogtied. I understand you can hogtie yourself and hold a timer in your hand and then click the button. Mm, okay i didn't know that um this is you know this is how most self photography or like like uh or, or, or and or this you is how just, most hog tying photo shoots work you're saying yeah it's how the hog tie hog tying works and uh-huh. also how a lot of self-portraiture works you know like i just found this out recently and this might blow your mind this might not but you know you see a lot of those pictures um uh, 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 oh, I fucked it up. I can't remember. It was something where, like, basically, influencers who look like they're in a mirror—they're actually just—they're actually just taking a picture, you know. Got it. <laughs> you know, uh, but they're holding a can a phone up as if they're t- looking at it to take a picture. But in, act- in actuality, they're just facing a—they're just facing a real. No, no, I understand. I understand. Picture. Um, that would be a remote timer or or just a timer timer. And then again, the, mm-hmm. the little clicky thing. Again, if you own a camera. You, I'm not saying you know everything about cameras. I'm saying you bought a camera. So I bet you <laughs> there's ads on your social media feed right now about different camera things you can buy. Mm-hmm. What about, I mean, I suppose the same thing with the button, but it's like, 
maybe he wants to be like splayed out, like arms, like arms up, like legs mm-hmm. spread. And he's on one of those big wheels, you know, where someone throws a knife at you, <laughs> you, you know, and he's like, yeah, he's one of the carny tricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing, he's like, but I need someone to one spin me. And then two. Yeah, you're right. I picture. need a Vanna White here at the minimum to give what, me a good spin. That's a good what point. I'm saying is point. like, what I'm saying is I agree that the, there probably is a way for him to get all these pictures he needs, yep. but it could be nice. Like, to have a I don't think that he, I don't think that he knows that. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like maybe he doesn't really get the, like, right, I didn't think right. even to go the remote. That's a great idea. I didn't <laughs> even know that was a thing. And maybe, he, but you're right. Maybe he should, because he has a camera, unless he's just got an iPhone, unless he's just got some weekend, unless it's like, what if he's, what if he's staging his own kidnapping? Right. And he yeah. needs some like yeah. rainy ass camera yeah, footage. So he's just point. got like a, um, those like the uh the one time use cameras, remember those from the disposables? Games? Yeah, yeah. Disposables. He's Polaroid just got those. Yeah. yeah, he just he's got that. Yeah. He's got a bunch of like cut out letters from magazines. So oh yeah, it says like kill yeah. him or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, that'd uh-huh. be fun. That sounds cool. Drop off forty dollars or we will kill him. Forty dollars. Yeah, it was super like, low. See, ransom. they don't even value me. Like you uh-huh. know, he's like trying to real, feel real sorry for himself. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. You know, uh, or yeah, or, you know, like. He wants you just to like lightly throw him into a van. Uh-huh. Um, again, I think that I think that it just seems like there's better ways to do all of this. You oh, hundred percent. Yeah, that's uh-huh. every post we look at, though. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. So you know, maybe this person's half legit in this, but I, you know, I, it's hard to think of a person, a woman specifically, who would be like good idea because again. You're saying amateur fetish photos, but it's clear that the photos are only part of the experience, my guy. Oh, oh yeah. No, there's definitely something else going on here. Like, uh, yeah, wh- even if the entire experience is like you smiling and being like, just take a picture of me tight up, you know, <laughs> see you later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're being weird about it in, in your mind later, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, well, how do you not know anyone? How do you, how do you not, not know, know anyone? If it's so legit and you're like, Look, if you're like posting all caps, non-nude, and then you say later on, no nudity, it's like you've definitely run into some experiences where mm-hmm. this has been on the table. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know, know, you and, know and, some of the language here. You say yeah, and even, even if you've been legit this whole time and it's never been non-nudity, that the way you're coming at me makes me feel like maybe there was a girl that yelled at you. Like, what do you mean you're not naked? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, get yeah, naked, yeah. twerp. And then, she, you know, like, she <laughs> just like, really starts tying you up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think this person's gonna murder, but it seems like they're very dumb. Oh, dude, one hundred percent. You know how fucking dumb you have to be if they like, like you, <laughs> you tie them up and then they just rob you. They don't right. even take no pictures of you. Yeah, it's pretty dumb setup you got going on here. Yeah, if, if you just had one friend that was like, my friend will be here to tie me up, or you bring a friend to tie me, up. like add another person in. Add this. one other person in. Everyone is a lot safer here. Yeah, there's so much more accountability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meet yeah, me in this hotel right. room. I'm bringing rope. What? <laughs> it, and it's for me, okay? It's for me, it's for me. Don't, and I won't be naked, okay? <laughs> Let me just cut you off at the pass, ladies. And again, it's just like- I Won't be I, naked anymore. I, you know, I just, it just seems like, I'm, I'm not saying I want a sample of your work, but at the very least is showing that you were able to talk one person into doing this uh-huh. wouldn't, would, would maybe help your cause. Yeah. So, I mean, we're just going to say extremely dumb. So dumb. Just the dumbest person we've ever met. Bye-bye. Okay. Post number two. I have no fucking idea who 
because this one's deep from the vault. Like there's two vaults really that are running for the, you know, a little inside baseball. One is the recent vault, right? Where Chase mm-hmm. has like a little running list. And then Chase has a hard drive <laughs> of just uh-huh. like a bunch of old, old world. Mm-hmm. Old yeah. world. Shit. This is where, this is where, this is what Walt's been doing. He's been yeah, just. Yeah, this is Old Testament. Crazy <laughs> this <is> old Testament. <laughs> so anyway, the title is paid to smoke slash vape on video. And it's going to be a weird one. As the title suggests, it begins. As the title suggests, I'm seeking an arrangement (laughs) with someone. (laughs) I don't like that. Uh (laughs) With someone who is a heavy vapor. I'm seeking to explore my fascination with the habit. Uh, The visuals in particular and looking to do so in a safe and fun exploratory manner. The adjectives are all over the place here. Right, right arrangement exploratory you know fascination uh to be clear however this is not to be of an overtly sexual nature <laughs> this is our theme is not sex sex stuff today mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it is strictly not a private, overtly a little flirty not overtly okay yeah a flirty vape <laughs> you're gonna pass a note to me that says do you like me yes or no circle <laughs> and i might circle maybe um, it is strictly a private arrangement between the two of us. <laughs> it does feel like this person is wearing an ascot <laughs> or smoking a pipe of some kind. You uh-huh. know, like, there's a formality here that, it, that we were missing in the pre- first post. What I'm looking to explore, <laughs> like, again, that reads like a, like a brief on an on, on art wall. What I'm looking to explore is fairly simple. Watching. A, and there's this, I have to say this, there's a semicolon. <laughs> What I'm looking to explore is fairly simple. Semicolon, and it should be a colon, I think. Mm-hmm. Watching a woman vape. I'm fascinated with the visuals of the vapors, the way that it can be manipulated, and mm-hmm. so on. <laughs> <laughs> Another and so on doing a lot of heavy lifting. If you, because I feel like you've run into this before, if you feel you'd be open <laughs> to a safe, fun arrangement helping a friendly individual. <laughs> explore their fascination please do respond with why you feel you'd be right for this a ta-ta oh it doesn't God. say ta-ta but it feels like there should <laughs> oh, be right right uh drumsticks it's fun it's fun to meet you yeah this is as soon as the cops are arresting this guy he's like unhand me yeah fiends yeah yeah foul beasts um and then conversation <laughs> this is where this person really seals the deal conversation box says yes let's discuss rates <laughs> an ex- an exclamation point. oh my god like a b villain for like sherlock holmes mm-hmm. you know? yes let's yeah. discuss rates mr holmes yeah. <laughs> oh cross pass with the timekeeper again now <laughs> timekeeper <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> The wrath uh, of the timekeeper. Sherlock Holmes and the wrath of the timekeeper. Oh man, wrath of the timekeeper. Here he is. <laughs> Look, watch just, the timekeeper just watching you vape, you know, just like yeah, the yeah. time mm-hmm. is ticking away. <laughs> <laughs> a tick tock, a tick tock. Tick tock minutes off your life with that vape. <laughs> <laughs> there's not, there's a, a series of studies soon to be coming out yeah. talking about the efficacy of uh, <laughs> vape smoke on infant and you. Youth lungs, <laughs> a secondhand vape. I'm getting. Okay. Oh, will you save the chief of police or your dear associate, Mr. Watson Holmes? <laughs> Is the timekeeper a real villain? From I don't know. I think I, no, I just I made that up. Right, it's it's so it just good. sounds like a generic. It's so good, <laughs> so fucking good. TikTok, the time is ticking away. Um, so yeah, like ah, uh, at the minimum, this person 
unironically wears a regular bow tie that they tie themselves. Um, mm-hmm. uh, this person I mean, on purpose dresses like the say on purpose dress like Pee Wee Herman. Yes, <laughs> yeah. The 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 tr- like the tra- the the like suit trousers are always a little too short, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. but they're better for getting away in the from the scene of the crime. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never catch me. So, um, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, are they a murderer? Um, I. You know what? If you had asked me to read this post by myself, I would have probably said no. But the, the character we've built up. But now we got the timekeeper on our hands. The timekeeper, I think he's for sure, mm-hmm. for sure a murderer. In minutes, hours, and seconds. <laughs> um, TikTok, yeah. Mr. Holmes. Don't dilly dally. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm fascinated with the visuals of the vapors. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, like, number one, vaping is annoying. and But I, I do understand uh, it's like the number one problem uh, for teens. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a big thing. Teens are just uh-huh. because they don't care about looking cool anymore. They're just like, <laughs> well, I think it's, I think because it, because I, I remember, you know, even as, as recent as 2015, 2016, vaping was kind of a punchline to jokes. Like, right. you could joke, you could bring up vaping, do, doing bits on stage, and it would get a little chuckle right away. Right. And uh-huh. I remember, moving to LA and like people talking about vaping as in the setup of a joke, you know, uh-huh. like, and being like, Oh shit. I think people just think vaping's okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I think that, um, I think that people think that vaping is okay now and teens are defining whatever's cool for them, you know, and like mm-hmm. mad respect, dude, you know, you, you're uh-huh. a rebel. Um, so, uh, number one, this seems unhealthy. Um, but also like to circle all the way back on the safe, fun, exploratory, same deal with the person, the first person, you got something else going on. Right. And yeah. whether it's, you know, whether it's like putting a bomb underneath like big Ben or something, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, and like all the safes are on a timer that can only be opened at a certain ex- time, you know, yeah, exactly. but you can't be at every safe in the city. You're not, you're going to have to choose Mr. Holmes. Um, <laughs> um so you know and then like in the meantime he's just taking a picture of this person vaping for fun uh-huh. um yeah, like again show me a fucking in this case definitely show me a picture buddy um, right yeah yeah and, oh by I, the way I this just, is also this is so weird this is in austin austin texas really yeah that's what it says oh. at the top here in it's, texas it's, i mean austin is weird but also that's texas you think like you think you'd a be a little tougher vapor, that's for sure yeah yeah you think this person well this person got their ass kicked the first time they walked into a bar right. with a top hat and a monocle on uh-huh, and, started, uh-huh. and started saying like please do respond when yeah someone know. someone immediately stole their pocket watch and set all this into motion <laughs> i'm just looking for my little pocket watch <laughs> it's like one of those you get from the mall it's got just like calvin and Hobbes on it or some shit right right know? right or some weird engraving I, um, one of the peanuts you know like it's got like um woodstock you know oh <laughs> yeah definitely woodstock because it's a little tiny you know you can couldn't uh-huh. buy a big pocket watch it's like a little tiny pocket watch oh, and it's got God. a little woodstock on it and then and he's just mad and sad you know and he's just running around to austin just trying to find vapes so yeah i think this person's a murderer because he's clearly a cartoon villain of some sort uh-huh. um you, you know what i'm like, gonna say between this and the last post like the thing is, it's like if this is some sort of a kink of yours, yeah. it's not for me, but I won't bust your balls too hard about In it. No way. But it's just like say that. Just say just this say is it. for my personal collection. I'm not posting this online. I um 
I just like to do this. I like mm-hmm. looking you, you for a mean? friend and you put the friend in, in quotation marks, right? You know? <laughs> you know, cause we get those guys all the time. All the time. We those pass guys. on them. You know? uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, the thing is, it's like you, you're putting yourself in an arena where I'm going to fuck you up, where I'm going to make fun <laughs> of you. And you know, I'm going to come up with a bunch of phony scenarios and put you inside of them and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. All because you didn't let me know that you just, you get a weird boner for weird stuff. Yeah. You, you couldn't say, I mean? Oh, I get a weird boner and it's fine. Yeah. Lots of people get weird boners. You yeah. Know? And then there's no judgment. There's no judgment. Absolutely. But it's like, it, it's like, a, quit especially being weird about being thing. weird. Yeah. Quit being weird about being weird. Just stop it. Everybody. That? Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on, guys? Hey, did you know that you can text this podcast? The number is 470-223-5627. That's 470 470- Two two three five six two seven. We take your side, by the way. I, just that's an automatic position. If you text us, we're on your side. Yeah, I don't give a damn about your boss. You think I'm gonna protect that guy? I nah, hate nah, that nah. guy. I hate that guy. I got your back. We got yeah. your back here. Absolutely. If we're like a, this is like a weirdo, like sleazy lawyer commercial. I mean, we're on your side to a point. You know, mm-hmm. I'm wearing a goofy suit right now. <laughs> I'm wearing a brown tie. <laughs> Couldn't tell you why. If you need to talk shit about something, like we're we're your we're your shit talking team. All you gotta do is text four seven zero two two three five six two seven. That's four seven zero two two three five six two seven. We're on your side. Okay, we're back, kids, for another edition of Chase has been on the internet for too long. That's the title, and we're sticking with it. So we've got some posts from Reddit where people are asking questions. Uh, this one is in uh, r slash career guidance. We're going to look at two today. Mm. This first one title is referred a newish friend slash ex-colleague dot, 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 and they suck. <laughs> dot, 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 dot. <laughs> what can I do? And there's a, a fair bit of story to get through here. So we're just going to kind of uh, wait our way in. It says, I started a new job a year ago. Nine months later, I referred an ex-colleague. So, so this person has been working there for a while. Uh-huh. Uh, from the last place I worked before this one to my current employer for a role. I supervised this person at my last job and they were young and new to the field, but engaged, enthusiastic, and confident. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Before I referred them for the job, we had multiple hours long calls. That seems long. Talking about the details and expectations. I wanted to be blunt and clear to this person about what was neat, what was needed to give them the chance to decide if it's not for them. Very curious about what's for them, but I think we're going to find out. Uh, We are consultants hired on a contract for a finite period, working in a team that is 50, 50 consultants and permanent employees. Okay. I told them about the corporate dress code we are contractually obligated to adhere to, the extremely fast pace, eight hours a day of work, constantly delivering virtually every minute except lunch, but a ridiculously high hourly rate to do so. Okay. Almost triple his previous role. Okay. Okay. And the engagement and initiative they need to show. So that's what they, they feel they've been clear with. Our client is conservative, so I discussed the sensitivities around that in terms of not swearing, maintaining high-level professionalism, et cetera, which like, I would actually say that not swearing at work with the exception of like, I would say any time, any place where you sit down and uh-huh. are at a computer, not swearing is probably where you want to start. You know, like right. I wouldn't ever, I wouldn't necessarily call that a conservative employer. Uh-huh. I would just call that an, an, an office job. Yeah. Uh, and this sentence is all on its own. This person was eager to join. Okay. 
They started the role and over 300 employees wear a full suit every day. Woof. Full suit is different from like, mm-hmm. I understand, you know, that I understand polo shirt I was wearing. Man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then the crackly tie that I was putting on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're at 300 employees wear a full suit every day. Yet this person shows up in midriff sweaters, think, <laughs> uh, baggy pants, uh, daggy casual shoes. Daggy mm-hmm. is dating you for sure. As a person, what what does Daggy mean? I honestly, I think Daggy might be like, uh, like, like, um, a little rough around the edges, but not like nasty. You know, just sort of oh, like. What era is that from? Where Where is the? Honestly, word? sounds like the fucking twenties. Um, uh huh. I, I honestly don't know, but I for some reason mm-hmm. that sounds that I'm pretty sure oh, that's the, this person is a dag. You know? Yeah, like, I think quite that Daggy. I, wasn't there? Um, isn't there a comic like Dagmire or something like that? No, that was um, that was. Uh oh my god, why uh, the actual Bailey? Uh oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, Dagmar. Yeah. No, you're right. You know, you're right. You're thinking right. of Dagmar, Jekyll- Dagmar yeah. the terrible. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. The, the Chronicles of Dagmar or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Coop, it was Coop, uh, Cooper Coop. Shaw. Coop. Coop. Yeah, Coop man. Shaw. God damn, we pulled it out of there. Thank you, Walt. Thanks uh-huh. for uh-huh. <laughs> thanks for letting us know. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> Walt's in the background just holding up signs. Um <laughs> Just they're pointing the wrong way or upside just furiously down. Furiously scrolling on our YouTube channel. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're pointing the wrong way because Walt can't do it. Um, oh man, Walt, oh, you're gonna be part of the canon of the podcast now. I'm sorry, Walt. <laughs> anyway, Daggy just sounds like uh, again. It sounds like what are you doing, Slick? <laughs> Those yeah, jokes yeah. like Daggy, you know. <laughs> um, this person tells loud, rude stories at extremely inappropriate times in front of the mm-hmm. client, which is really client is a strong word. I mean, I know you're you're like. You're contracted, but in the end, you work together. You know, like, right? You work there every fucking day. So anyway, this person's quality of their work is unbelievably bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're talking ten plus reviews, uh, back and forth to get it to something even remotely okay. They don't care. They are lazy. They are on their phone all day, including constantly during meetings. They've had two warnings already. All right, Whoa. that's pretty bad, man. Sounds pretty bad. It sounds like everyone agrees they're bad, like not just you. Uh, I can't even be friends with this person anymore because they've let me down so bad. I don't recognize them from the person I worked with previously. They are completely oblivious to the responsibility over this, despite conversations, warning, et cetera. I hate going to work because of the resentment I now feel toward this person who would not be there if not for me. <clears throat> now we get to the question. What can I do? How can I fix this situation? I love my job so much. I'm passionate about it. I'm humiliated that I've referred this person to my employer. I don't want to move because I get to work with an amazing mentor and I am learning so much at this role. What can I do to fix this and make the situation bearable? And we've got two more qualifiers here. Have tried gentle conversations, honesty, feedback, encouragement, coaching, et cetera. He changes for one day, then reverts back. Uh, Another this I don't know. Another this is that there's a massive research shortage. Another where we thing, live. Sorry. Uh, another thing is that there's <clears throat> a massive research <clears throat> shortage where we live, and I genuinely don't think this person will be let go, even with the additional warnings, which is frustrating. Mm-hmm. And that's the uh, that's the full question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am immediately struck with like the the feeling of like there's no way like the resentment that you feel and the um. Like how like embarrassed that this the writer obviously feels about this. Sure. There is no way that this person knew that their friend would be this bad. And while you are going to have to deal with like looks out of the side eyes of your employees and stuff, you know, this isn't your fault. Like, yeah, you obviously are not bringing this in. And you know what? They also are people who could have screened him a little better 
who could have tried to read. There's people whose job who hired, to hire this person. Yeah. It's like, and it's their job to screen for this kind of shit, to look yeah. for this kind of thing, you know, yeah. if that, so they're like, that's them misfiring. Right. Then if your company's in a position where they can't fire them because they can't get someone new, that's their fault as well. Agreed. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 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 If they are so like, again, you're, you're describing a work day that seems pretty intense, right? Extremely fast pace, eight hours a day of work, constantly delivering virtually every minute, Mm-hmm. except lunch, but a ridiculously high, high hourly rate. Okay, fine, 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 fine. But again, this company, if they can't find somebody to do that job at that hourly rate, they should raise the hourly rate, right? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. To where somebody else will deliver and apply, right? For that rate. Again, you, re- you made a referral. That's the end of your responsibility right? Mm -hmm. All you did was say, Hey, I think this person's good. And you have data to say this person was good at my last job. I was Mm -hmm. like, you can't be pinned for this. And to put on top of all of that, you're a contractor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't even work there, dude. Like I understand you, you feel like you're like, you have a high ownership, like principle here. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I have a higher ownership over my work. I have high ownership over who I work with. But, but the truth is these people don't, like I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to put you down, but like the people you work with don't respect you enough to hire you full time or hire you on. I'm mm-hmm. not saying you specifically. I'm just saying the, the the this role is set up as a churn and burn, right? So I'm not Ooh. saying don't be mad at the person who's a slacker. I'm saying the system is not particularly well set up for anybody here, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're making yeah, the yeah. choice to say, well, I really want to get in with this company and I really like this mentor or whatever. And that's great, right? But like, it's a contract position. Like, mm-hmm. it's the easiest hire and fire any company could ever make. So if they are choosing not to fire, then then they're just not bad enough, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what state you're in, but a lot of states, if you're, t- if you're 1099, like a contract worker, you got no fucking rights, like mm-hmm. at all. So- Again, like it, it, this is so outside your own responsibility. And I kind of wonder, like, you know, based off of your description of the work, if like maybe you like, do you want to dial it back a little bit <laughs> uh-huh. or just like or like maybe it's just worth noting. Like, I, you know, I know that you're you have this like mentor like situation and like don't fuck it up if you know, don't don't listen to me. But like you're seeing the amount of work that gets passable, right? Right. And there's a huge gulf between what you're putting out and what they're putting out. It might be worth considering. Is there a median there? Right. (laughs) Where like you don't have to work for eight straight hours with delivering something every fucking minute of every fucking day, except for lunch. Right. Right. (laughs) Right, right, right. I'm not saying you should slack off. I'm just saying you may not have to work at the breakneck pace that you're you're (laughs) describing, (laughs) or maybe you do. Maybe everyone else is also at that exact same breakneck pace and that's fine. But again, note to self, you could work less and still make the same money. (laughs) And I'm not saying that that is always the best thing to do. I'm just saying you might want to clock that as you move forward. Right. So I'm not saying like, you know, change what you're doing. I'm just saying none of this is your responsibility. So do whatever, yeah, yeah. do whatever you want is the answer. Yeah. You, yeah. Like you, you don't have to one, apologize to anybody. Right. You made one recommendation and you certainly, if everyone's looking at you, like, why did you bring this guy on? Then they're not fucking paying attention. Like, Absolutely obviously not. you wouldn't have brought him on. And also they, if, if everyone's looking at you, like, where the, where the fuck is this? What the fuck is wrong with this person? And you're the person about them. Then the workday is not what you described. 
<laughs> right? Like, you know, you're contradicting <laughs> yourself point. a little bit here of like, if, if this, if you've got time to mentor this person and coach this person and encourage and blah, blah, then like, it ain't eight hours a day, super fast paced work. Like it might be that you're putting some of this on, you know, mm -hmm. both the pressure of this person and the job itself. So just consider that not, I mean, this isn't like particularly hilarious. I just, <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. Cause like, I've, I've never been in a situation where people, I, I refer somebody and they're bad. I, um, I have, and, oh no, not, and they were bad. I like, no, one I, takes I refer my people suggestions. Yeah. yeah. I've referred people. They do not bring on anyone. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Refer. so <laughs> like, like, that's why I don't buy it. I'm like, no, it's on them a little bit because they stopped me and you know, that being said, I've stopped some other people from getting hired where I've been like, oh, no, actually, in my job, I get a little bit of a say. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, it's in a two-way street. A little, yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. actually, no, I'm saying no to this person. You know, yeah, so yeah. it's like yeah. th there should be a, a even if that team is two people, there, I would imagine there's at least two people doing uh, the interviews at your office. At least. I mean, you have 300 so, people. You're talking yeah. about a 300 person office. Yeah. There's, there's We're got, all there's wearing probably, suits. Yeah. Dude, if you got time to wear those suits, you got time to hire another person to hire. You like got time to no. interview somebody. Like yeah, you got plenty of time. None of this is your fault. So yeah, I, I would, I would say, say just yeah. lay off across the board. Uh huh. Yeah, dude. I would. I would just openly be like, yeah, he does suck. You know, like yeah, who kind cares? Of yeah, just because it's a, he doesn't seem to care that he sucks or whatever. Yeah, and, and if, eventually like, they'll fire him. They have to, and that's if they don't, they're gonna end up losing a lot of other employees because of it. Yeah, probably. But then, then again, you might be in a workplace culture that just truly fucking sucks, and then, you know, uh -huh. which again, what are you gonna do about that? So. Just do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Okay. That's question number one. Question numero two is, um, it's actually a little bit of two, is it kind of a two-parter here, um, Nick? Mm. So we're going to read part one. And it's not like, a, don't worry, it's not like a ton of information. But anyway, I just wanted to prep you for that, that we might have some more information coming here. So the title is just help and advice, please. And this is, I think, actually pretty common here until we start to get to the end. I hate my job. It pays well and it's plenty of time off. Okay, maybe, that, maybe not that common. But it destroys me from the inside out. Huh. It's taken away my confidence and any passion I have for life. Oh, wow. I can't switch off from it at home and, and fear I take my frustrations out of my family. Oh, like the shining. A very shining. And then it mm -hmm. says, I think I may be suffering from PTSD. Speaking of shining. Mm -hmm. So just this text alone, this information alone, it's a deep well, and yet it's also kind of a shallow pool. It's like, what do we, what do we, what do we got? Like, right. uh, I mean, generally, I would say, like, this seems bad. Maybe you need some help. Anyway, let's just take a look at part two. Uh, typically, I don't read uh, people's um, comments and responses because I'm because mm -hmm. I'm not trying to get a ton of clarity for the sake of the podcast. And I don't be, you know, ten steps ahead of Nick or anything. Um, but in this case, it was when he said when the person said PTSD, I was like. Okay, what's going on here? So I scrolled down just a little bit mm -hmm. and somebody gives the advice that we would give right away. Please give professional help. They will know how to help you. Uh -huh. <laughs> and, then, and then this person says, I'm trying to, but it's all taking so long to organize. Uh, in T-U-E, I don't know what that means. True. In true. Uh, oh. Into meanwhile, I'm stuck in the middle of the North Sea on an oil rig real color to the job <laughs> uh -huh. okay. i'm new to this place while the people have been nice i feel absolutely isolated oh my and god that, this just gets more shining yeah <laughs> like it's like oh, i'm having a I tough can't time like, finish my book <laughs> in my head i'm thinking like 
oh, you're in a sales job or you're in a high pressure, you know, like management uh-huh. position or something. But you're like, no, dude, I am out in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Writing yeah, yeah. on the Internet. Like, how the fuck do I get out of here? <laughs> so, um, I mean, what? Do we, what <laughs> well, um, I am not surprised by a person who works on an oil rig that they maybe have a hard time. Like, it seems like a pretty hard job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think for sure. I did um, I did a run of shows in Las Vegas uh, years ago with a comic who was all regularly on cruise ships. Mm-hmm. And he said that it would absolutely for seven days, like just completely take his sanity to be on that boat. <laughs> and he said that, like, I remember him telling me like just very vividly him telling me that like he's like when you go out into the uh into the um like the night and you're on the deck and you're like looking out into the water like it the the water looks black and the sky looks black so it's just black and so he's like he's like in part he was like i would be like sometimes i would just want to jump in Uh i would be like holy fuck dude we have a show in like 20 minutes and he would turn it on he'd go back out there and be like you know you're like right you're like hey man i got your list of credits you want me you want me to have uh, yeah dude. before i before hey, i bring you up do we have any more starburst left in this because <laughs> i was gonna i was actually just hoping i get some hey man I'm, i'll be right back i just gotta pee one more time i just gotta go um, pee one more time i'm gonna play gonna darts they have a dartboard outside i'm gonna go play darts <laughs> for a while while you figure this out man but so what i'm saying is just like i don't doubt that the sea has a draw that the sea mm-hmm. is like yeah calling to him calling to his sanity and trying uh-huh. to shred it apart yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the thing about like, I think any kind of getting any kind of professional help is it does take a while to set up. It sure does, especially but, get the right kind of help. Yeah, it's like, but what the fuck else are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah. and you're taking it out on your family. Okay, well, I'm glad to hear that they you can't be in the physical room with them. You're acting like you're so isolated, but it's if you're fucking going crazy you shouldn't be in the room with your family uh-huh. you know what i mean yeah so it's like yeah, now's yeah. the time my guy to figure out how to deal with these yeah, frustrations. And, like, and like for the record like you know uh important information that a lot of people i feel like have but you know why not to say, say it there's therapists on the internet you don't even have to meet someone like if you're on an oil rig you could li- if you have access to the internet which it sounds like you i mean you literally say mm-hmm. you literally say i am stuck in the middle of the north sea <laughs> right and you're typing this on your phone like there is probably a likelihood that you can access the internet right which you could possibly get counseling on the ship i just don't know what you're like sleeping or like privacy you know options uh-huh. um but either way like you can start to set up some of the stuff, but the truth is, yeah, it does take a long time. Like, mm-hmm. and it's, and you know, yeah, this person spells organized with an S, you know, so may, I'm hoping uh-huh. maybe you're not in the States <laughs> and maybe it's a little bit easier to get a, access to any kind of healthcare whatsoever. <laughs> um, but yeah, it takes, it takes, it, it, it does take a while, but this, this is the way. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the only card you have, bro. Yes, like, yes, yes, yes. And, and honestly you have, Look, I mean, I've seen Armageddon. Okay, mm. I know that oil rig crews are a wild bunch. They are you know? a wily bunch. There's a, uh-huh. there's that one a Russian guy who's really good at like you know mineral deposits and dude, dude, is there like, that guy who likes to sit on top of the rocket and go like woo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's your Steve Buscemi's right mm-hmm. out there. You got your Ben Affleck's. Yeah. You know they're all they're all on here. Yeah, Bruce Willis's. Bruce Willis's and stuff. I understand it's a zany bunch, and mm-hmm. you might get called to space at any time. <laughs> at I get any that. time. 
I get that. You got to be ready for that. You got to get ready to get on one of the masterminds. You got to like, look, fill out your paperwork. If you're working on a fucking oil rig, I guarantee you have health insurance. I guarantee you, you have something, you have some sort of resources. Just set it up. Mm -hmm. And if you're in this bad of shape, honestly, it's going to be kind of hard for you to find the wrong therapist. If you're this far gone. When you're really in a tough spot, like even a a person that's going to do triage for you, like junior college therapy student could probably give you a few pointers at this point. (laughs) I mean, the other thing is, I mean, even sometimes through work. Right. Like you mm-hmm. my guess is you work for a pretty big company. They probably have some kind yeah. of counseling. Now the problem is with that with those places, a lot of times they're really temporary. They're, they're like they're really only gonna see you for like a, a certain number of sessions, like five or because I've looked uh-huh. into it, don't get me wrong. Uh, <laughs> but the bummer <laughs> is if you it, but they but they might be a person that can help you triage, like right. literally just be like, Okay, I've done these paperwork things, and they might just have other ideas for other places to like put in uh-huh. you know a little application or like send an email or whatever whatever like just 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 to start but you're right <laughs> nick if you are on an oil rig right now writing i think i have ptsd like i think you do have ptsd man <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. the question is is it from your i think i have a concussion it's like well yeah. <laughs> if you're feeling like you probably do then yeah nobody says i <laughs> Yeah, nobody says, I think I have a concussion who didn't get hit on the head. At yeah, least. exactly. <laughs> like, like, oh, I broke my leg. I think I, have a, I think I have a concussion. Like, no, nah, man, I think it's just a leg thing. You know, like, no, no one mm-hmm. says that. Okay, uh, let, me, let me just read this guy. Taking the confidence away, my passion I have for life. I can't mm-hmm. switch it off at home. I can't switch it off at home. The free or frustration is taking, taking frustrations out of my family. But then he's on an oil rig. So you come home from the oil rig every day. Right? No, that- no, no, no. My, my guess is that it's, it's like one of those like boat crew things where it's like, you're on for a month off for a month. You're okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. That's and yeah, I was getting weird or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, definitely. I'm but that being- sounds really, I mean, again, it sounds like super tough. Cause it's like, if you're out of work for like two weeks, like, and you still can't turn it off. Yeah, honestly, tough. dude, and honestly, if you're on those boats, you got to be making so much fucking coin. Like, you got to be making a oh, lot yeah, of money. Oh, no, right? I mean, yeah. That's, that's not- it pays well, and it's plenty of time off. Okay, then you know what? You got to find a way to just quit the job, you know, like, because time and distance are going to help you uh, at least a little bit sure. get away from, you I get mean, away the, from this the, kind of the stuff, real but question, you need the I, help. Yeah. The, the real question mm-hmm. is, is the PTSD from the job? Which it sounds like this person is kind of alluding to that, right? Because if it is, uh-huh. then you 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 will work with someone to simply make the uh, the assessment, <laughs> right? That yeah, I do have to quit my job. Like literally, that's all yeah. you're gonna do with them. Not, I mean, that's one of the first things you're gonna do with them is uh-huh. simply acknowledge I have to leave my job. Yeah, you know, you'll be you'll be doing that for weeks, <laughs> months, maybe, right? Where you where you finally get out of the mental brain, the like the brain trap that is like. I have to work this job specifically, right? Because you might mm-hmm. have, you have a family. You say you have family, you might have expenses, you know, and it may, you can't just quit it and just like fucking burn it and run. Like I get that, right? Mm-hmm. But like, it seems to me like if it's from your job, which you might have to determine with someone else's help, then yeah, then it's going to be that. And if it's not from your job, then clearly your job is a major like, you know, trigger or cause of the PTSD surfacing, right? Right. <laughs> In which case, the same thing may be true, right? That again, only you and a and and a half decently qualified person can help dissect that, right? But <laughs> bottom line is, it seems like it's contributing at the minimum. <sighs> In which case, you know, and also like, 
I believe when you say they're working at an oil rig destroys me from the inside out, but I don't know anything about the fucking details of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it the culture of the people? Is it just, you know, the ice, is it the isolation of being Mm -hmm. on the ocean and Mm -hmm. being around a bunch of the Armageddon guys, you know, Mm -hmm. is it around being around too many people going, Oh yeah. All the time, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Going like, yeah. 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 There's gotta be some kind of a zip line or something fun you can do right i feel like oil rigs gotta have some kind of antics i would think that they would antic but it would be it would be the worst antics you know what i mean like i bet you it's just like Mm -hmm. fucking a bunch of fucking hazing and shit (laughs) yeah dude there's like Like uh, we just pissing each other's beds for fun right because we're nice guys and you know Uh we just like to we like to have a good laugh we just only piss in like two people's beds repeatedly all (laughs) (laughs) always carl's they're all sharing the same three porno mags or whatever from like 1977 (laughs) We like to have a good laugh. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it doesn't sound like a, it doesn't sound like a pleasant place. It doesn't sound like a pleasant place. Mm-hmm. But there's, you know, there's there's definitely pivots to be made. Don't wanna close my eyes. Oh my god! Don't wanna a- fall asleep because I miss you, babe. You know, <laughs> and I don't wanna miss. A- hey, did you ever? Okay, we're we're gonna close the pod soon. But I remember vividly when after armageddon came out i was watching like vh1 which is mtv for losers uh-huh. um <laughs> uh-huh. it, it, behind the music was awesome man I, I don't remember how it came up but i just remember it was like it was like a short segment on like people behind songs that were popular that wrote them and i watched a woman who wrote that song who like sold it to Aerosmith. Really? play it yeah. yeah yeah yeah. i thought steven tyler wrote it about live Tyler, about his daughter oh shit maybe because that's um, what i thought it was creepy uh, <laughs> I mean, now I, I, this is my impression of things, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, okay. You know, we can look it up if we want, but, but my impression was this is a, a woman who wrote the song and maybe she co-wrote it, you know, or something, but she, you know, people write songs and sell them to people all the time. And this woman was in like her, like, I don't know, maybe let's just say Burbank living room on like mm-hmm. a little electronic keyboard, uh-huh. just like hitting the chords and singing the uh-huh. song, you know? <laughs> And she looked just like a fucking cat lady. <laughs> right, right, right. Like she looked like right. one of my aunts. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and just like galaxies, like opening and closing in my mind. Just like, uh-huh. whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, <laughs> not everybody writes their own song. <laughs> and the people who write it look like cat ladies. Oh, yeah. And why is that stain on her shirt? You know? <laughs> and like, this was for armor. Get in, get in, get in. <laughs> and I just, I, I can now, I'll never forget that lady. Just like, close my eyes. Uh-huh. you know just like really lightly yeah. just hitting these chords uh-huh and it's her funny. singing it she wasn't good at singing it, yeah you know? and it's fun to think like all these years later you find out that she was like lying <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's she like i wrote the song for steven tyler <laughs> okay oh, let's let's see it's, let's i'm i'm gonna google I'm, yeah i'm google i'm gonna i gotta google it gotta oh google. no you're right diane warren diane warren we got to look her up diane warren is an american songwriter oh my fucking god we got to look at a picture of this dude is lady. that her is it oh my god do her she's so fucking Don't worry. Oh if you're, my if you're god. on youtube i promise you we're gonna show you this lady. and uh-huh. if you're not then fucking you better get on it we'll describe dude, it dude this lady looks like every member of the cure combined she looks great she looks great yeah she's uh <laughs> she looks like honestly you know she doesn't <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, the, the way I described it was not very generous uh, in the sense that like, uh, no, I don't want to open the link. I want to open the image, open image, a new tab. There we go. Thank you, Chase. This, <laughs> this lady actually looks honestly a little bit more like a kind of rock star lady. You know, she does look like more like the cure. She's here with Steven Tyler in this picture. She does look like a little bit like Liza Minnelli. 
if Liza okay. Minnelli had real sad eyes. And uh-huh. Liza Minnelli already has pretty sad eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, look, they look like they're at one of these like Epstein Island parties right now. <laughs> they sure do. Mm-hmm. She sure do. She writes the songs that really do make the whole world sing. Diane Warren. She wrote, I, I could turn oh. back time if I could turn back time. Because You Love Me by Celine Dion. Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now by uh, Starship, which I don't think that really counts. Uh, Love and Tenderness, Michael Bolton. How Do I Live from Leanne Ryan. Oh, she, oh my God, for, from Con Air? Holy oh, shit. How do Dude, I she, live with oh my, my elementary school banger you. ballads. Absolutely. Oh, so man. I'm just, I wanted to ruin everyone else's life because that happened to me. <laughs> and uh-huh. I think that honestly, now I'm mad at VH1 for the way that they filmed this lady. <laughs> uh-huh. Like they wasn't in like a studio. It like was they broke like, into her house in the middle of the night and made her play this song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it felt like <laughs> a handheld camera. Yeah. They, like yeah. grabbed the blankets on the other side of the bed and lifted them. So she fell out, you know, yeah. <laughs> like a hard thud. Yeah, she broke her. She broke her like that—the uh-huh. bone in between your elbow and your wrist that like yeah, humorous yeah. bone. <laughs> it was just—it was just like it was just made like a big old lump on her on her. Yeah, um, dude. She had like a bunch of like, rags she tied around to like hold. Like, like, she a sounded splint. so tired. She's like, I don't uh-huh. wanna come. Uh, <laughs> I do wanna fall asleep. Can you guys please yeah. go away? Um. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to blow up everyone's spot with that. Wow. Uh, last wow. Thing. I learned something. That's crazy. I don't even remember how we got. Oh, because of Armageddon. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll see listening, you next guys. time. Hope, hope we'll we can ruin little, something we'll else for bit. you. <laughs> <laughs> hope we can ruin something else for you in the near future. And fuck this place. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. If you had a good time, don't forget to subscribe, rate the podcast, leave a review. Five stars, four stars. You can give less stars, but... Don't do that. I mean, you can, but just text us. You know, it's 470-223-5627. That's 470-223-5627. You can just let it out, you know? Get mean. We're here for you. Okay, that's it. Bye for now.